I can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes I knock me down But no, I'm not breaking I may not know it But these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most yet Just gotta keep going And I, I gotta be strong Just keep pushing on There's always gonna be I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Somebody gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the fight Yeah, yeah, yeah This is Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, 
hello beautiful people it's that time of the week yep for the mindset matters talk show i'm your host zinat narani also known as the clarity coach here with you for the next hour and a half from 10 30 to 12 noon welcome back to all my regular listeners and anyone new tuning in today i hope you thoroughly enjoy the show that is all about breaking down stigmas and taboos around mental health and well-being. So, uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Mindset Matters because on Monday gone, which was the 8th of January, Mindset Matters celebrated their three-year birthday. I know, three years it's been going. And thank you to all the guests that I've had on the show. Without you, this show would not be happening. We have had some life-changing stories and expert tips till today and it's just growing from strength to strength to strength. So thank you very much for being part of this, for supporting me on my journey as the radio host of Mindset Matters, but also as the Clarity Coach. Now, don't forget to tweet in all your shout outs or any messages that you might have, you can email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com as well. So how are you all getting on with your goals and resolutions for 2024? Are they going to plan? Are they slightly starting to fall off track? Let us know what's going on. Are you one of those people that makes a resolution and follows all the way through? For me, I'm not a resolution person. I just like to set myself the goals uh, without the pressure of because it's the new year. Of course, I look at things and reevaluate them and see how I can make things better, change uh, some of the things I've been doing, my mindset, uh, my health, you know, all the different aspects. But I don't actually put the word resolution on mine. That's just for me. What's your thoughts around that? Do, do share. Uh, Yes, thanking my sponsor, Intune PR. They are proud to support Mindset Matters, a show that has been sharing good advice and stories about mental health and well-being for over a hundred episodes. Intune PR takes pride in working with positive people and the Clarity Coaches one. So thank you, Intune PR, for all your support that you are giving and spreading the wonderful things that I do uh, in part of my business, but here on the show. But you are also making massive, massive strides in other people's businesses, getting them noticed in the media, through PR, journalism, whatever that may be through your connections. Intune PR are wonderful at what they do. So do go and check out their website, intunepr.co.uk. Right. Um, As I said, you know, if we start to ignore certain aspects of our lives and we don't start to have open conversations around things that are worrying us, that are bothering us, that are stressing us out when we're feeling overwhelmed or a little bit down, it can impact our overall well-being. So there is no benefit in burying your head in the sand. Okay, try and find ways of moving forward because there's lots and lots of support and resources out there. You've just got to look for it and talk to people. Okay, 
I mean, on this show, yes, we do share lots of tips, tools, insights, and stories to help bring about that change. But in order to change, you've really got to want it. And you've got to start with yourself because when you're your very best, you can be the best for everyone else. And you are more likely to achieve your goals, find happiness and abundance and all those wonderful things. And have hope. Please have hope. Now this show and any past shows, they are all transferred onto my podcast platform. That's anchor.fm forward slash zenat hyphen narani msm, but also available on all the other Audible platforms. Now, if you're listening live, it could be through Channel Radio website, it could be through Get Me Radio app, or you can now listen to us on FM 9.5. Whoop, whoop. Now, uh, as always, I am a real fan of my affirmations, so the affirmation that I have chosen this week for you guys to think about um, will be coming up just a second, but I want, before I do, I want you to remember that life is an ongoing journey. So you need to stop and take time to see the goodness and the beauty in your strengths. Because when you are faced with adversity, it can be hard sometimes to see the woods for the trees. And all those fears and uncertainties, they slowly start to set in. But that is a natural feeling and that's okay. But what you need to do is acknowledge and accept those thoughts and feelings and for them not to let those fears hold you back. So when you start reflecting and evaluating or doing an affirmation, try and find a quiet space for yourself, okay? So that you can just purely focus on yourself and avoid as much distraction as possible. And I will be talking a bit later on about the 30-day mindfulness challenge that I have going on at the moment. So, but let's dive into my affirmation for this week. This year, I'm living a healthy, mindful and intentional life. And I know that I am bigger than my doubts, bolder than my fears and stronger than my obstacles. I know that I am bigger than my doubts, bolder than my fears and stronger than my obstacles. How are you setting yourself up for 2024 and beyond? Of course, do let me know, share your thoughts, hashtag VDM affirmation, hashtag MSM radio talks. Now, we're going to go into a quick music break because we've got a tune requested by Darren Wheel and it's called Head Down by Lost Frequencies Bastille. And the reason why he's chosen this one is to be positive, enough to keep going and to be there if you get a lucky break. So thank you for this tune. I was burning every candle, every hour of the night Kept on searching high low here in the dark I was hoping to escape and make a change here in my life It only takes one little thing to light a spark And you said, hearts break, life cannot get to the ground Go and hang your head 
stress is really an important thing. It increases what's called cortisol, and cortisol is the stress hormone. It causes acne, redness, wrinkles. Some people have real difficulty embracing technology that works, and the Lima laser works, and I implore you to embrace technology. The Lima laser is a powerful way to empower your skin. Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Now that was a great, great tune. What a way to start the show off. Head Down by Lost Frequencies Bastille, about being positive, enough to keep going, and to be there if you get a lucky break. And you know what? Actually, there are lucky breaks and opportunities all around us. It's just we have to open up our eyes and have a look and seek those opportunities. So yeah, great tune, great tune. So resolutions I was talking about earlier on. How are your New Year's resolutions going? Do they work for you? Do you feel that it is a pressure to have resolutions and do they become stressful? Now every year, millions of people make New Year's resolutions as we know, hoping to spark positive change. The reoccurring themes each year would be things like being more active approach to health and fitness, improved finances, and learning new things for personal and professional development. Now, making resolutions or goal setting is like having your own personal cheerleader, rooting for you to succeed. When you set goals, 
you're making a promise to yourself and your dreams. And it's all about being accountable and taking ownership of your actions. With goals in place, you create a structure that keeps you on track and motivated. But it is so important that you know your true why behind your reason for aiming for that goal. Okay, you have to know the true, true core why, because that is what's going to keep you on track and motivated, not because of the pressures around you, but you coming from deep inside of you. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, deadlines and milestones, right? They become your trusty sidekicks, reminding you to stay focused and disciplined. Now, by sticking to your plan, and putting in the effort day in and day out, you develop habits that pave your way for growth and success, whether it's in your career or your personal life. But also the key is not trying to do everything at once and overloading yourself with that pressure. Do step by step, little by little, so you don't feel overwhelmed. Now, chances are, more than a couple of the top 10 common resolutions will look familiar to you. So that is exercise more, lose weight, get organized, learn a new skill or a hobby, live life to the fullest, save more money, spend less money, quit smoking, spend more time with family and friends, travel more, read more. Now, ingrained habits is no easy task. So before diving headfirst into any of your new year goals it is so important to take a step back and get ready for that impending change the first breakthrough in change is taking a personal inventory okay being that it's the end of one year and the beginning of the next it's perfect timing to take stock of the past year's accomplishments thinking about uh what did i set out to do in the past year where did i make progress and where didn't i see any progress or very little progress now naturally your resolutions may focus on areas that lack progress but don't forget to savor the progress that you made and find some small way to celebrate that. That is so, so vital. Those happy feelings are useful. If possible, try to associate them with an object or a word or a color to be related to your accomplishment. Now you will want to keep upbeat with your new year's resolution or your goal, whatever you want to call it. So you can use that positive association with last year's accomplishment to remind you of those good feelings when you are feeling challenged. So as you start thinking about the changes, you want to implement and make sure to do the following. Now I know this word is being thrown out there a lot, but stay positive. So it's not, that you have to be positive all the time, but try and look for the pros, okay? Where can there be a bit of light behind those things? So the hope, okay, the openness. Try not to make big, quick changes. So baby steps, small, small baby steps. Change should be gradual. So you can't want it, it can't happen overnight. It's got to be a slow process. Also because you're 
changing your internal habits and your way of thinking and feeling. So it has to be done gradually. Build again on those smaller changes and allow a little room for error because things can go wrong or they will go wrong, but it's what you learn from when those things go wrong. The second one is to set a goal that motivates you. Okay. Yes, sometimes we need to, to reach a goal for something that's no importance to us or we're not motivated by it for whatever reason that might be. But somewhere in there, you need to find something that motivates you. But let's focus on the goals that you're trying to achieve that motivate you, that you really want. You really want this goal. Okay. You would be surprised how often people set goals that are not for themselves, but for others. These goals could be dictated to or coerced by your spouse, your managers, parental, peer pressure, you know, all those external pressures. While it's nice to have some external support, absolutely, if you don't share the same passion, the resolution has a small chance of succeeding and could even be dead on arrival. Now to do this, you need to make sure that the goal you set is important to you and only you. Okay, important to you and only you. And there is value and or all benefit for you. Value and benefit is so important in you achieving that goal. It is these two things that will provide the reason and willingness to take action. And this is what we call or is known as motivation. It is a safe bet. If your resolutions are also aligned, then it's gonna happen. So aligned with your goals, your priorities, your dreams, and your aspirations. Not only should they align around your innermost desires, but you should also make sure the resolutions align with your top priorities. So this will lead to a must-do attitude. If your goals are career-centric, like uh, improving your computer skills in Excel, Microsoft, um, Adobe, using that, you know, Canva, whatever it might be, by creating your own professional development plan is a great way to stay motivated on the path towards your goal. Third, limit resolutions to a manageable amount. Like I said, it's small amounts, little by little, gradually, by gradually. Now, a common mistake in setting goals or resolutions is having too many and spreading yourself too thinly. And believe me, I have been guilty of, not with resolutions, but setting goals, far too many of them, and trying to do that, where it's just impossible to spread myself in every single direction. So, we all want to learn 25 different languages. Well, I would love to. 50 new job skills and eliminate five bad habits. But we are not superheroes. We only have so much attention span that we can dedicate to our self-improvement. So having too many resolutions and goals is a great way not to be achieving those goals that you set for yourself. You should make a short list of those goals and resolutions that you can manage in the upcoming year. Knowing that the short list of priorities 
is the hard part. The key here is understanding how to prioritize. Now, in order to do this, if you are struggling doing it by yourself, find somebody you can do this with, a friend, a colleague, or even better, invest in a coach. A coach like myself, the Clarity Coach. Someone who can guide you through the process, help you get clarity, help you ask the right questions. Okay, whoever that may be, they need to be able to listen and ask you the right questions, but also be able to challenge you if you can't challenge your own thinking. Okay, so here is an exercise that you can undertake to help you figure out what is most important in your life. And all you need is a post-it pad, a pen and a wall. Just three things, post-it note, a pen, and a wall. And I'm going to tell you those things that you can do, those eight things that you can do in order to limit your resolutions so they become manageable. But I'm going to share them with you to give you time to go and grab some paper, pen or post-it pad. Ideally that because you're going to need that. And of course you've already got your wall. So straight after this tune, we'll be back with those eight suggestive tips. Fast joy, clarity. The day began, I called the rest. A frantic beating in my chest. A panicked reeling in my brain. Perspective lost, but nothing gained. I wish I was stuck inside my shell. Then the ground began to sway.
your post-it notepad and a pen and obviously your walls which you I'm sure you're sitting around and there's some walls a blank wall so the first thing is number one write anything you want to accomplish for self-improvement purposes on the post-it two each post-it only gets one discrete tactic three Place each post-it on the wall. Now go crazy. Use as many post-its as possible. As many, many, many as you want. I love to use colorful post-its um, because that gives me more kind of focus and enjoyment in what I'm doing when I'm planning and mind mapping these kind of things, my thoughts. Then what I'd like you to do is group together the similar post-its. Six, place the topics you feel strongly about at the top of the wall. So further up, creating the kind of almost like a tower or a pyramid. Then number seven, put the topics you feel eh about at the bottom. So you're looking at the priorities here. So topics that you really feel strongly about at the top and the tops, sorry, the tops, the topics that you feel meh about at the bottom. Then I want you to spend a lot of time thinking about the order of the first three to five post-its that you have in those groups. Okay, you may not have five, you may have three, you may have four, but just between that. Hopefully, three is a good number. Now, as you might suspect, number eight is the most time consuming. So you have to give yourself that time because it will determine what resolutions you are going to take on the year. And when you do this exercise, I suggest you carve some time out for yourself, okay? Where you won't be disturbed. Now, the final piece of the puzzle here is knowing your limitations and your personal bandwidth. With that in mind, you should focus on your top priorities whilst balancing how much attention you can honestly devote to a resolution or to that goal. Okay, so the final thought is, it's, a bet it's better to tackle one resolution well than multiples poorly. And I think there are other sayings, do one thing well, rather than try and do a hundred things and they, it, they're kind of like, meh, not so great. Now the fourth thing 
on that on those um, lists of 10 is be specific when it comes to setting resolutions it is easy to set bad goals that could lead to poor follow-through so fortunately the smart goal which is my favorite the smart goal setting framework can help you craft your goals better so smart goals s specific m measurable a attainable r relevant and t time sensitive specific measurable attainable relevant time sensitive okay so specific articulate the resolution as clearly as possible for example to quit smoking is better than being healthy while being healthy is great the word can be interpreted in many ways so be specific how you write your goal measurable quantify your resolution if possible so for example i will lose 10 percent of my body weight the attainable bit will be choose a goal within the realm of possibility yet challenging you if it doesn't challenge you what are you doing it for so making 100 friends this year would be amazing but probably pretty hard to do but on the other hand making 10 new friends would be more doable R relevant keep it relevant to your priorities and goals see the motivation section that I told you about okay go back and listen to that because that's what's going to help you there to stay relevant and finally T time sensitive or time specific give yourself a time frame in which to achieve it a deadline will instill some urgency and provide a time when you can celebrate your success it gives you that um, gauge of where you're headed and how long you've been going so time sensitive things are really good to have the fifth thing is and i've mentioned this earlier on is break up your big goals into smaller chunks so little smaller goals because every goal can be broken down smaller and smaller. And like I said, if you need guidance, you need to reach out to somebody who can help you with that. So they're asking you the right questions. So a lot of us tend to be over eager and grandosa when it comes to setting those goals and resolutions. We have the best of intentions and may accidentally take on a goal that is far too big to achieve. Well, maybe in that moment, because it depends where you are in your life and your headspace and the resources that you have around you. It is helpful though to divide a big goal into smaller goals that are more achievable and you'll feel like you're getting there quicker. Otherwise it just feels like you're chugging on, chugging on and not getting anywhere. So let's say you are the leader of an alien race. Your resolution for 2024 is capturing the planet Earth. That is a huge goal. You can't just tell your intergalactic fleet of spaceships, take over planet Earth and expect success. You have to break it up into chunks, okay? Chunks, chunks up this big, crazy idea into smaller, more management accomplishments. Here we go. So here's an example. Claim London. Sack Scotland dominate Wales, capture North Ireland, occupy South Ireland. 
So what you've done, you've broken them into different chunks and how the alien is going to take over the world. Now, similarly, you can break up your year-long resolutions into weekly or monthly goals and have tasks planned for each month. So, for example, January, North America, March, South America, May, Europe, July, Asia, September, Africa, etc., etc., etc. So by breaking down your tactical plan into discrete steps, you now have a pretty good chance of world domination by the end of the year. Now, chunking up a big goal is easier than done. So I'm going to be sharing with you how you are going to do that. Some, some tips to help you make your massive goal more achievable. So have your pen and paper ready at hand. Here we go. Create a list of subtasks. Prioritize them in order. Okay, so prioritize and order them. Use a visual map to display. Assign milestones to each other of those tasks. Then decide on how much time each of those tasks require. Then think about your resources and allocate resources accordingly. And then finally, focus on the next step, not the big goal, the next step. Six, while it's great to have goals, it is absolutely critical to document them in some way. So here are some more steps that I want you to write down in terms of your goals. Okay, six reasons to write your goals down. The first one is they're easy to forget. So while that may seem silly, we are human and it is human to be easily distracted and forgetful. Writing down your resolution helps you clarify what it is you want to achieve. It forces you to make decisions and be precise with your words. It becomes reality. Writing establishes intentions, but action needs to be taken to achieve those resolutions or goals. Having a written account of your goals is a constant reminder to take action. So have it somewhere where you can see it. Write goals, can, sorry, written goals, can act as a filter and guiding light for what opportunities to pursue. On any given day, there are millions of decisions to make. When in doubt, refer to your goals so it brings you back and you have set to dictate the way forward. Documented goals will help you overcome resistance to progress. We set goals to move forward, but there is a natural resistance to change. Your written goals spur you forward when you hit a speed bump or that challenge, that obstacle in the way. And finally, written goals are reminders of how far you have come and what you have yet to achieve. It's a nice feeling, a really nice feeling to be able to look back at the end of the year and knowing your resolution or your goal has come to fruition. And it's a reason to crack open a bottle of champers and celebrate. Now, I've got no excuse opening a bottle of champers, but for those on special days, it's even better, okay? Or however you want to celebrate it. You know, at the end of the day, there needs to also be little rewards for yourself. You must, must celebrate those rewards.
So if you need some help to get better goals and chalk out an effective double path to achieve them, I've got you covered, okay? And I'm gonna share a few more things with you because I do have you covered with some easy and effective uh, things that I can share, but also by working with me. Last thing before we go into music break and we carry on with the steps after, here are a few ways you can document your resolutions and your goals this year. Write them in a journal, draft them in an email to yourself, store in an Evernote or some other noting, take, uh, noting tool that takes notes or print and tape it to the wall. Okay, so those are ways that you can document your journey as well, the goal, okay? Right, here we go, another break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna share the last sort of, I think, four goals left. We've got 10, and I've done six goals with you so far. Not six goals, but six points for you to take on board for your New Year's resolutions. And when we come back, I'm gonna share with you how, your how you share your resolutions with others. Kelly Clark said, Invincible. You know I was broke down, I hit the ground. I was crying out, I couldn't make no sound. No one hears the sound, tears collecting. You know I had lost hope, I was all alone. Never been so low, till you came Of abandonment 
hand out and ask for something free I got pride I could roll up for miles in front of me I don't need your help and I don't need sympathy I don't need you to lower the bar for me I know I'm super warm, I know I'm strong I know I've got this cause I've had it all along I'm phenomenal and I'm enough need you to tell me who to be to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. 
What two amazing tunes by Kelly Clarkson. I do love her as a singer. She's got an incredible, incredible voice. Anyway, carrying on with uh, the tips for resolutions. So we're on point number seven. So I just finished sharing with you a few ways to document your resolutions, which was to write them in a journal, draft them as an email to yourself, store them in some kind of note-taking tool or Evernote, whatever works for you, or possibly print and tape it to the wall. Now, number seven is share your resolution with others. If a tree falls into a forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? If a tree falls in a forest, and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? It's a great way to make resolutions for yourself and maybe write, even write them down. So the thing is, if no one else knows about it, it's so easily forgotten, okay? And ignored as well. It can even be ignored. And when you don't achieve it, no one will notice or care. So on the flip side, your counterparts who decided to tell someone about their goal feel something different. Now that they've gone public with their goal, they feel a sense of obligation and accountability. Essentially, it's becoming reality. If you don't follow through, they are going to let you know, okay? And you may kind of go, well, I'm letting everyone down, but you're not. But it's that sense because we are human and we think that way. Okay, so crazy as it sounds, this sense of guilt is often more powerful than self-motivation. That's right. The upshot here is that when you do succeed, the people you shared with will celebrate it with you. If you want to take a goal sharing to the next level, you could organize a mastermind group. A mastermind group is a collection of highly motivated people who share a common goal and are encouraging each other and helping them through that process to improve okay so the question is how how to do it number one find some kindred spirit with similar goals to meet regularly whether that's weekly monthly depending on the level of commitment three share setbacks and progress and number four stay motivated now if you don't have the time or the inclination to do the above Another way to achieve the same result is to make a Facebook post declaring your intentions to your friends. Well, it doesn't have to be Facebook, but you could use Instagram or even a LinkedIn. You can bet that people will cheer you on and ask about your progress and how it's coming over the due course of the year. Number eight, and we're getting there to the end, is automate where possible. A stitch in time saves nine. The good news is you probably have technology in your pocket that can help you follow through on your goals. Automation in the form of reminder apps I'm talking about here. So nowadays there are millions of different apps and services to help you follow through on your resolution. These free tools can help you provide a constant reminder. So you have the Google Calendar, which sets reoccurring meetings that you're tied to your resolution scheduling workout sessions, for example, at the gym or going swimming, whatever that may be. Google Now has a personal assistant that provides information as you need it. Reminders on your iOS, so they set timed alarms for different tasks. 
there's Outlook, there's Boomerang for Gmail, which also is a scheduled reminder emails to yourself. On top of these commonly used apps, there's also the to-do list, the task management apps that have the ability to schedule reminders and milestones. So some of the popular ones out there are Asana, Trello, uh, Todoist, uh, Microsoft Todo, OmniFocus and things. But please note that all these apps listed above won't help you to do the work, but they do serve as a constant reminder of the work that needs to be done. So find what works for you. You can always brush up on some time management hacks that help you accomplish more without, sorry, with the same amount of time because working smarter always pays off. Now, number nine, review your goal or your resolution regularly. Constant evaluating is the way to do it. Review and evaluate, review and evaluate. Because let's face it, if you're not thinking about your resolution regularly, you are not going to follow through. A crucial part of realizing your goal is a regular review. And you can maneuver in different directions when you come across obstacles or preempt things. At minimum, this review should be monthly. But if you can do it more frequently, then the better. So one way to build goal review is into your routine is number one, schedule a monthly big picture review during the first week of each month. This will serve as a planning meeting where you distribute smaller tasks and goals to different weeks throughout the month. The second is do a weekly check-in to check progress on the monthly goal. And finally, number three is to set a daily reminder for the smaller resolution tasks. Because it may seem a little crazy to think about your resolutions every single day, but it is those smaller incremental steps that lead to massive changes over the course of a single year. And finally, number 10. If you fall off track, get back on quick. Now the key here is remember, remember, remember that Rome was not built in a day. And I don't know why we keep trying to do things and build things in one day because it doesn't happen that way. That is not realistic. Now we've established it will take time for your resolution to become a reality. And we know change can be difficult. In fact, we've already established that we should leave some room for mistakes and setbacks. Now I want you to keep the following in mind. Skipping an intermediate task is not a complete failure. Missing a goal by 10% or even 80% is not a complete failure. Finishing a task late is not a complete failure. And a moment of weakness is meaningless in the grand scheme of things. Setbacks can happen, but as long as they are handled correctly, they will not impact the big goal. And the key here is to remember uh, is to avoid a defeatist attitude at all costs. So for example, well, I screwed up once, why should I even try to do this anymore? And if there is a setback, it's important to understand what led to that moment and how you can avoid a similar situation in the future. So again, for example, if I play video games after work, I will not go to the gym. Don't play video games after work. Once a mistake is made, own it and acknowledge that and move on to the next thing. 
So if you skipped a study session, make it up tomorrow and keep moving on. A few small mistakes shouldn't spoil the rest of the year of your resolution. Okay, learn new skills this year. I'm going to end up with learn new skills. So I hope these 10 steps that I've shared with you today help you to follow through with your goals and resolutions because it doesn't have to be just here. It can be at any point, okay, of your start of your goals. Um, and then it make you know, and I hope it makes a better year for you. Please do, you know, get in touch with me. Let me know how you're getting on. If you need support, get in touch as well. Okay, so if you are still looking for inspiration, then please, please do get in touch. Uh, touch with me and if your resolution is to learn a new skill or advance your career start achieving your goals today and book a clarity call with me the clarity coach right and there we have it tips for keeping up with your goals and resolutions Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Okay, gosh, lots and lots of things being shared today. Uh, last week, if you didn't tune in to uh, Mindset Matters, I had my very first guest of 2024, Diane Thompson, who's an executive coach. So do go back and check out show 141, Diane Thompson. We had some lovely discussions and uh, talked about lots of kind of deep insights and tips and tools. It's absolutely wonderful. Also, I mentioned that I am doing a 30 day challenge. It's mindfulness challenge, where every day I will post something on my social media about being mindful of. So some of the things it was about your first step when you take outside, uh, you open the door and you step outside. The other one was about being mindful of your heartbeat. The other was mindful showering. Another one was about um, mindful looking, self-compassion, mindful gratitude. So I've been sharing each one differently. And the one that I shared yesterday, I'm just bringing it up actually, was on, was it on the compassion side of things? I can't remember, I'm trying to remember now. Oh no, yeah, yesterday was mindful reading. You know, about picking up the book, smelling the book, turning the pages, feeling the pages. It's about some of the words that jump out to you, some of the phrases, rereading them, just being totally immersed in what you are reading with no distractions. And today I shared mindful silence and sounds. So thinking about having a sound that's a continuous ring and just immersing yourself in that or sitting in complete silence and being in the present moment so yeah now if you're not connected with me on social media do connect with me because that's where you'll see a lot of my sort of tips and posts and things that i share with people to help them change um 
you know, their path, change their life, help them transform areas, or just give them a deeper insight. Or if they want to use that to help somebody in their life or their friends or their family. Okay. The other thing I want to mention is that I am looking to put on a workshop, a two and a half workshop at the end of the month. And if you are interested and you want to get clear on your goals and the direction that you're heading um, and that nothing's holding you back because this is the perfect time since I've also shared about goals and resolution tips, the workshop is Time for Clarity. Okay, It's a clarity workshop where we will focus on your vision, your goal, and your value these three important elements now there is a fourth one which is your belief system but that's a much much deeper level of um, a session of a workshop okay it's more intense but we will really cover your vision make sure you're clear on that vision we'll look at that goal how are you going to go about setting it again with some of the tips I've shared today and then also the value what value does it bring to you and what will the value be for others? Okay, but primarily the value for you, the benefit. Okay, and making sure within all of this, you know your why. As Simon Sinek always says, you start with the core in the middle, which is your why. We all know, practically know the how, the what, the when. But do we actually solidly know and understand our true why? when we do something or want something okay so if you're interested in that get in touch with me uh, you can for the clarity workshop you can email me at info at zenatnarani.com that's info at zenatnarani.com and I've got my own name there and um, the clarity coach and also if you would like to be part of the Mindset Matters featuring as someone who would love to, sh a guest who would love to share their story or you're an expert professional, then please do get in touch with me by me emailing me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. That's mindsethorizons at gmail.com and we'll get you on the show. You know, because this show is really growing week by week, episode by episode, month by month, year by year. And as I said, I recently had the 8th, sorry, the 8th, on 8th of January, the third birthday. So celebrating the anniversary of three years and thanking all my guests out there and my close friends who have supported me. Darren, Chandra, Mark, Nick, Sarah, you know, all these wonderful people. I mean, the names are endless uh, that have been following me. And without you, um, I mean, it's not without you, but... With you, I am stronger. With all of you, I'm stronger by far. And I know that these little things somewhere along the line are making little changes for people. Anyway, I'm kind of going off track, but if you've got a story to share, that'll be life-changing for someone who may be struggling and you want to talk about it. This is what this show's about. Let's talk better, inspiring those better conversations. If you've got a personal insight, that's of things that have worked for you and help you move forward and you want to share that as well this is the show professional tips tools and strategies as i said before and if you are doing some amazing work out there in terms of being part of a charity or you are a charity or an organization that is making a big shift around the mental health and well-being scene then i want to be shouting out about it 
right? Sharing all about it. In fact, recently, actually, Darren Wheel of Intune PR uh, has got Mercedes Yearly of Quesol Theatre, who I did the pantomime with, um, on BBC London News. So there you go. And she does this drama for well-being workshops. She does a connection cafe as well, which she runs with Radfield Home Care, Simi Gumman. So this is what it's about. And I'm sharing this on here because I want people to know about it because it brings people together. Um, do you know what? I think it's time for my Crystal Angel cards. Yep. Because I've got to do that last week on the show. I mean, I got chatting so much with Diane that just the time flew by. And before I knew it, I had to do abrupt ending of the show, you know. Um, but I don't mind that. It's it's so wonderful when you have people that you can talk to and share and the conversation just goes and goes and goes. And there's just so much to talk about. Anyway, I'm shuffling the cards, find out what's in store for our crystal angel cards Ooh, today not great shuffler me right pulling out that one and we have tanzanite tanzanite is today so ready to love again you've healed from the past enough to open your heart to new love all right let me find that in this book um tanzanite Getting there. Ooh, here. So this card signifies, signifies, excuse me, signifies <laughs> that your heart has healed enough from grief over a loss for you to allow another relationship into your life. You've been understandably guarded, wary of being hurt again, and you took the necessary time for healing. Now you feel ready once more to love again. You are guided to be gentle with yourself and ease back into your love life. Begin with meeting and dating people through trustworthy sources, such as maybe groups, uh, community, dating apps, close friends. Avoid scenes that feature substances like alcohol or drugs, if you can. Notice red flag warnings about someone's character. Take your time and remember the old song, you can't hurry love as you patiently and prayfully wait for the right person. This card can also be a sign of your readiness to adopt a new pet after grieving the loss of a beloved animal companion. Pets do return to us from heaven in new forms and they know how to find us for a reunion. This is actually a really beautiful card and a very timely card that's appeared um, for me because it's actually got my head thinking about things. So a little bit about this uh, crystal, Tanzanite, which is named for Tanzania, Africa, where it is found. This mineral appears different colors, shades of royal blue, turquoise, purple, and violet, depending on the angle and the lighting. Tanzanite can help you feel safe, opening your heart to love again, following a previously painful relationship. Well, there you go do share with me your thoughts on crystal angel cards uh, have you had them ever read have you ever had your palm read your fortune told I would love to hear that I've not actually I've had my cards read briefly but I have never had my palm read 
in that sense. So yeah, that would be interesting. I'd like to have that done at some point. And if there are any tarot reading card ladies or men out there or people, I would love you to get in touch with me because I think it would be a wonderful thing to do a live tarot reading on the show and just find out more about it. Because again, how does it impact people's mental well-being when they have their cards read or their palm read? Do you then, you know, because I've heard sometimes that actually when you get your palm read, you kind of end up going towards what has been said. But is that true? Is that not? I don't know. Anyway, if you're out there, Zenat Narani, okay, get in touch with me. At email is mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Now, I want to give a huge, huge, big shout out to Sarah Ben's father, Papa Smith. So, Sarah and her father, every year they do the pantomime together. But unfortunately, this year, he has not been very, very well. Um, and I'm wishing Papa Smurf a, a Terry a speedy, speedy, speedy recovery. And yeah, I mean, I know you didn't go this year and you were so kind enough to give me your ticket to go with my lovely Sarah Ben. And I had the most amazing time ever. Never been to a pantomime in London and it was phenomenal. The, it was a perfect ambience. I was with the perfect friend and it was the perfect seat. And I can see why you do this every year. Um, I giggled and I laughed. I got that true, true belly laugh. I don't think there was a moment through that evening where I wasn't laughing and giggling and smiling. So thank you very much. Papa Smurf for that. It was amazing. And I hope next year you'll be fit and well, not next year, this year, <laughs> what am I saying? We are this year, 2024 December, you'll be fit and well, raring to go. And I hope to join both of you um, because that's something I'd love to do again. So thank you very much. You made my evening, but it's a great start to the new year as well. And the pantomime carries on in January. There we go. If you want to go and see Peter Pan, London Palladium, then definitely go and see. I mean, I don't know if there's any more tickets, but um, yeah, it was definitely worth it. And as Sarah said, you've got to book early, early, early. Be an early bird to book to get the great seats. So thank you once again. Huge, huge shout out, Papa Smurf.
has requested this because it was a childhood song that sparks such happy memories with her cousins and her family camping trips and of course a lifelong love of ABBA.
a good tune. Well, that was uh, requested by Jackie Wheel. Okay, folks, it's time to say goodbye. But before I do, I would like to thank Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters talk radio show and the difference that they are making in sharing and bringing about the importance of mental health and well-being. And, of course, for the wonderful PR media that they do for everyone out there in their businesses. Now continue to tweet in, send me your messages, all those shout outs that you want to be shouted out about and let's continue to change lives. Hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag let's talk better. I'm going to leave you with my mission which is to empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe, keep well, and I'll be back next week. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Nurani on Channel 2 Radio. see it that dream I'm dreaming but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it every step I'm taking every move I make feels lost with no direction my faith is shaken but I I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes might knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going. Bye.